Welcome to Fine Wine and Evil Spirits, a podcast where we discuss the unearthly while sipping on booze. I'm Sarah and... I'm Kevin. And tonight we are going to discuss two different stories. The first one being Haycock Mountain. (laughs) I was waiting for that. Also known as Ghost Mountain and the albino cannibals that vacate the area. Well, how does that make you feel, first of all? Well, I don't know how to feel because, I don't know, I'm like a child. You just said Hancock Mountain? Haycock. I don't know to, oh, Haycock. And I'll explain still, to you, I'll explain in a second why it's named that. Cannibals, oh my god, like, that's just crazy. Like, I know. Hannibal the Cannibal? Yeah. <gasps> now I know why they named them Hannibal, because it rhymes. Yeah. It rhymes with Cannibal. Alright, so the Haycock Mountain was nicknamed Ghost Mountain and resides in Bucks County, Pennsylvania above the Nockamixon State Park. And I always thought that it was Knox. Oh, that's local. I know. I always thought that it was Knox. We're going to get a deadbolt. No. You'll, trust me, just let me finish the story and you'll understand why we don't need a deadbolt. I mean, we need a deadbolt for the people living around us, but not the albino cannibals. Um, so I always thought that it was pronounced Knox a mixin. Not knock a mix in. Well, tomato, tomato, right? No, it's not really. <laughs> um, so, okay, so it's earned its name Haycock Mountain because settlers, are you ready for this? Thought it resembled a cock of hay. Yeah. Well, hold on, a cock of, what does that mean? Okay, so I was going to Google cock of hay. But I thought about it, and I was like, "That's probably All the not." That could come up. That's probably not a good idea. Um, so at this Haycock Mountain, aka Ghost Mountain, there are rumors that albino cannibals live on the mountain. Some stories say that there's a glass ha how can't talk right now. A glass house. You know words. No, I don't know words. <laughs> on top of the mountain, while others say that there is a concrete house with no windows. Buried halfway in the hillside, which seems more feasible because, I don't know, if you think about it, if they're albino and they're cannibals, more than likely in a dark area versus a glass house on top of a mountain. That's kind of weird. Okay. I thought so, too. Um, Either way, Haycock Mountain got its name, aside from the cock of haze thing, uh, mm-hmm. because people have said to have seen the cannibals hiding and swinging in the trees up above you, ready to attack. How terrifying like is that thought? And monkeys and stuff? Well, yeah, except albino cannibals. <laughs> um, so they are said to chase down people that come near the property, throw firecrackers at passing cars, they have shotguns with rock salt, and they set up roadblocks. How do they have shotguns? They're all... That is my question. Where do they get the money to buy the shotgun? Right? Um, or even the rock salt, unless they're making it. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, that was... You'll, okay, so anyway. They're known for killing livestock and at times humans, which makes me wonder why people are so adamant in calling them cannibals. If they only sometimes eat humans, but also eat livestock. Because with cannibals, I feel like, I don't know, your main food source would be a human being. Right. If you're a human. Uh, unless they're livestock. Maybe they're, oh, 
I'm not, I'm not even sure if that's a word I'm thinking in my head. <laughs> I was going to say buy cannibals. No. Like they're doing two different things. That's, that's just true. confusing to me. It's adding yeah. a whole new element to this. <laughs> um, so they communicate by grunting or growling, pretty much like our four-year-old. Yeah. Um, and they are known for walking on two legs or fours. Mm. Like Turbo. Turbo from The Challenge. Uh, if anybody watches that, he is pretty good. Uh, so my question is, were they human before? Are they aliens? Are they demons? Who knows? But people have said that their eyes aren't human at all. What do you mean? Okay, so another thing is, if they're so ravenous, again, why the shotguns? Mm-hmm. Why the firecrackers? I wonder if they sharpen their teeth, you know? Like... I don't think they need to sharpen their teeth. I feel like if they're meant to be cannibals, they're just like you know. They're just cannibals. They're just ready to dig in whenever. Mm. Um, the lions of the woods. But where are they getting these shotguns? Where are they getting these firecrackers? Um, it it just seems odd to me that they would even come out of. I feel like they would be in a deep dark cave. Right. Uh, well, and, you never and, know. They could be somewhat civilized, if that's civilized. even... Civilized? They're albino cannibals living well, in a hole well, in hold the... Hold on a second. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they have shotguns, right? They're living in a glass house, he said? So, I mean, I, That's material. one of the rumors. That is one of the rumors, but that is not set in stone. We don't know if that's Remember, true. Remember, sometimes they eat humans. Sometimes. Sometimes. It's like Other times so, it's so. just livestock. Um, when I first saw the whole albino cannibals in the mountains, I got really excited. I might just be weird. I can't but wait yeah, to run I, from these guys. <laughs> uh, well, it got me thinking about that movie called The Descent. Remember that movie? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Where they're like, um, what, what are they, crawling in a cave? Caving? Is it caving? Oh, uh, um. I the group of girls called. goes in. Yeah, and, then the, and they're going in yeah, the caves, got, yeah. and then they start getting picked off one by one. Yeah, one, by one. So I'm like, Man, they were so fast. I, yeah, I was thinking, like, I was thinking about they that. They didn't like light whole, so much. Though. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's Why would they came. come out if they're albino cannibals? Don't you think that they would avoid the light because they're like pigment? Well, just because I mean they're albino doesn't mean like their vision. Okay. Can't see. That makes sense. You know. That does make sense. Um, but I got really excited because I thought that it was going to be, like, real creepy and, like, stories of people getting, um, eaten. Right. Um, but then they're like, oh, yeah, they have shotguns and firecrackers and they chase people down and out of their areas. Maybe it's a scare tactic. Maybe they're just hunters that hunt animals and they just got a bad reputation. Yeah, I don't know. And why, okay, here's my other question. Why would they chase people down if they're not 100% sure that they're going to get them? Because they don't want to be known. They would lure you and then trap you, you would think. They if they, Yeah, if they wanted to be known, right. wouldn't they just go out into the town and buy their shotguns and rock and Albinos? You don't think a bunch of pe- you don't think people would notice a bunch of albinos running around? Maybe they got something where they can kind of like make up their face, you know, type thing where they can, you know, dye their hair or whatever they do. That is a lot of thinking for a cannibal. Well, they're modern. Where we are, it's not the- like uh, Charles Manson where he like set people out, like where he actually yeah. like thought about. I don't know. That's a different episode. We'll talk about that. <laughs> Um, what if, okay, my question is, 
What if there are some kind of creatures underground? Like moles? No. No, like albino cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if there were? And they're just waiting for the right time to come out. Right. That would be kind of creepy. What if we're next on the food chain? What if their whole plan is to wait until we're at a weakened state? And, oh, what if, what if we keep building on forests and lands? And they start coming out. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty scary. I mean, if you think about that for a second, like, but I mean, as long as you don't go towards the mountain. The thought itself is just terrifying. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely something to be scared. I think I'm more scared of that idea than like a ghost or a spirit. Well, because they're like physical beings. Yeah. But I mean, again. Like I said, with the shotguns, it gives me kind of a, um, what is it called? What's that movie called? Wrong Turn? Oh, yeah, yeah. Gives me those kind of vibes, but just like cannibals instead of hillbillies. Were they hillbillies? I don't think so, right? They were inbreds. I know that because they had a lot of interesting facial feature things going on. Right. All right. Um... Moving forward. Moving forward. And the next story we have is Duffy's Cut. Duff Duff? <laughs> Sorry. So this is going to sound ridiculous, um, but do you remember last night I messaged you and I was like, hey, are you having any issues with the internet? Yeah, I remember that. Uh, so while I was researching Duffy's Cut, the internet cup kept cutting out in our room. And the TV started to rewind by itself. I may or may not have hit the remote. <laughs> but it was a weird occurrence because the internet kept cutting out. Mm-hmm. And it was weird as H-E double hockey sticks. H-E double hockey sticks. Hell. Yep. yep. Score. Actually, that's not a score. That's goal. Like a-, a goal. A goal. No, hell is definitely not a goal. Oh, I thought we were talking about hockey. Oh. So, in 1832, <clears throat> there were 57 immigrants from Ireland that came to Philadelphia to work on the railroads. Mm. These railroads were made for access through mountains as well as over wide rivers and deep gorges. It's definitely a hard job working on a railroad. Yeah, especially that. during that time and you're an yeah. immigrant and... Mm-hmm. There was so much, like, discrimination. So these immigrants were hired uh, by a man named Philip Duffy. These Irishmen were taken to what we know, are, uh, we now known as Malvern, Pennsylvania, where they had to fill in a ravine for a track bed. Uh, they also built a shanty to house them from the elements while they were working. That's <clears throat> I didn't find out when they got to Malvern, but they began their labor in that June of 1832. Um, shortly after, there was an outbreak of cholera causing panic through Delaware Valley, Valley, which makes sense because 900 people died. I would be freaking out as well. Right, yeah. I mean, one person at work had the mumps, and we are terrified of going to work. But, I mean, we've already been exposed, so... But it's very important to get, like, the vaccine and stuff. Yeah, well, I guess. I don't know. 
Um, <clears throat> back then, they didn't have these vaccines. That's why there was always. Well, such yeah, an back then, yeah, I get it. Uh, the Irishmen were not safe from the disease and took the workers one at a time. Despite seeking assistance from surrounding communities, anti-Catholic and anti-immigrant prejudice took over, and nobody wanted to help the struggling workers except the contractor's blacksmith. Which, I don't know if he was doing it out of the kindness of his heart or just the fact that he was there already. I don't know. Mm. Um, The blacksmith also was the one who had the task of burying them in a shallow ditch without a proper funeral. That is just a recipe for a haunting. Right. Um, Philip Duffy ordered that the shanty also be burned down, and nobody knew why exactly, but uh, death certificates were not issued because they weren't American citizens, and their families were never notified. Can you imagine just, like, assuming that the person that you love that went to a country to get a better life... um, you're just assuming that they're alive, and they're not. They're buried in a shallow grave somewhere where you'll never know. Yeah, where they destroyed all the evidence and they said, eh, see ya. But isn't that the American way? I like to believe no, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not surprising, but their story was forgotten until 13 years later when a group of empathetic railroad workers built a wooden fence around what they assumed that the grave site was. Um, the grave site was later replaced in 1909 with a stone wall because the, the wood started to deteriorate. However, it's possible that the bodies were actually buried under the track because the Pennsylvania Railroad uh, reset its line to straighten out what is known as the Sugartown Curve. And uh, this was confirmed by old road That's my maps. first time ever hearing that. Sugartown Curve? Yeah, I don't think I ever... I didn't even know about Duffy's Cut and it's in Malvern. Duff, Duff! Um, anyway, <clears throat> the, death, the deaths of the Irishmen at Duff, Duffy's Cut... That's a tongue twister. Yeah, right. ...were instructed to be kept secret and locked in the vaults of the Pennsylvania Railroad until the secrecy... Oh, the secretary... I can. I'm really doing bad tonight with talking. Are you kind of a little? Uh... I think I drank a little too much. Um, until the secretary to a former PRR president, that's Pennsylvania Railroad President Joseph Tripican, I believe that's how you Trip pronounce his name. Tripican, what do you fall? I, <laughs> he tripped over a can. Um, he removed these files from the vault in 1970. So what he did was. He took these files, and right. he, every Thanksgiving, he would tell his twin grandsons the story of these men. Mm-hmm. Um, they always thought that it was just, you know, a ghost story. That, he, oh, Grandpa's just making... Making it up again. Making it up. <laughs> uh, so, until, I be, I, be, I think it was like 20 years later, the one uh, grandson went to move stuff... Uh, from his desk after he died or his office after he died and he was going through the files and he found the file talking about the 57 Irishmen and then he started doing research because he's like if this is true 
then those men like died there. They didn't get a proper burial. They didn't. Mm-hmm. It was so disrespectful. Unjust. Yeah. Um, Frank. So the the twins' name were Frank and William, and they decided to further research the area to get some answers. Uh, they found where the men were buried, discovering multiple skeletal remains. Upon their findings, uh, there were obvious markings of trauma on the skull, including bullet wounds and cracks. Bullet wounds? Now, remember, they were supposed to have died of cholera, which is a disease and not a bullet. Um, The rumors that appeared to be the most popular was that they were mercy killings, that, you know, instead of suffering from cholera, let's just kill them. Uh, also, they didn't want the disease to keep spreading. I wonder if that was illegal back then. Like, you're not allowed to kill yourself today. But back then, I wonder if that was still the same rule. Well, know? I don't think I don't think that the bullet wounds were from themselves. Like, I don't think that they killed them. They didn't kill themselves. Or have somebody do that kill to you. Yeah. Um, another rumor is that vigilantes murdered the immigrants to avoid spreading the disease. Which is basically kind of the same thing. They just wanted it to, like, stop it from spreading. Yeah. Um, there were also others that believed that Duffy had something to do with the killings, which would explain why he wanted the bodies and the shanty burned. Which I feel like makes a lot of sense. But also, again, why? Like, what did they do besides get sick and have cholera? Because I didn't want to pay them. Had to be something shady. Yeah, but shady. then there's more work that has to be done with burying bodies. No. It's a dirty game. But, I mean, another thing is... I forgot what I was going to say. That's okay. I do that <laughs> a lot. Because My mind hides in the stove sometimes. Your mind hides in the stove? I've never heard no. that saying before. First time for everything, I guess. I just think of like an ostrich, like with its head in the ground. <laughs> My mind hides in a hole, not a stove. <laughs> I'm an ostrich. <laughs> uh, because of the nature of their death and not having a proper burial, it doesn't surprise me that there have been people who believe that they've seen apparitions. Uh, they, there have been stories about people spotting the dancing Irishmen and describe them as looking like figures that are blue and green and kind of like fire but in the shape of men Mm -hmm. Uh, the chester county paranormal research society was granted permission in 2010 to investigate duffy's cut they brought their equipment which included a frank's box Mm -hmm. do you know what a frank's box is i do not (laughs) so a frank's box scans am radio waves and promotes two-way conversation between the living and the dead kind of like a, a ouija board but like a vocal Ouija board. A walking, talking Ouija board. Yes, I oh, would not. I would not, not mess with that. Yeah, I don't know if I would want to mess with that either. If our kids ever bring home a Ouija board, they're they're addicted. It. I can't. Nope. We're gonna burn it. <laughs> they can have the house that we're living in, and uh, they just have to, you know, pay us some compensation for moving out because I don't even want to be part of the house anymore. Uh, so they they use this at the site asking questions that only the men who knew Duffy would know the answers to. Right. But After, Duffy died, so wouldn't a lot of his friends die? Well, yeah. But I guess since they're at that specific location, they're hoping that it's just the men that were buried there. Right. 
Uh, so they tried for hours and hours, but they didn't get a response until... Dun, 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 dun. They did. And I tried to find an audio clip uh, to put on, like, the website or whatever. Right, yeah. On our website, because I did that. Uh, go, but, girl. <laughs> girl power. Oh, stop it. <laughs> but all the links I clicked on were bad. Go figure. The only thing uh, that I found was a conversation, and it is, uh, there. the question was, do you know Duffy? The answer said, yeah, the devil. Wow. And then the question, another question said, what about those homes up there? And then the answer was, cursed. Yeah, I got goosebumps. And then then the next question was, are you with God? And the answer said, no, no, abyss. What? That's, I... I have a hard time This little machine said that? Like, uh, this Ouija board looking machine said all that? Yeah, so I don't know if this is, like, the same one I'm thinking about, but basically it has, like, a bunch of conversations, like, kind mm-hmm. of going at once, like, pulling different, like, I guess, whatever the AM radio, like, picks up. Hey, but I then, like, there's... <laughs> <laughs> but then there's certain words that just kind of, like, mm-hmm. just are very clear, clear. Yeah. and just stick out. But I feel like... I always I thought, know. like, that kind of stuff was, like, made up. But the more I think about it, maybe it's not. Maybe the that spirits are energy, and you know. I feel like it makes sense. I yeah. mean, there's so many things that we can't explain. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah. So I could I could definitely see that being that area being haunted. Yeah, um, I'm going there. I know. I was thinking about going there. Honestly. Actually, really? I think it would be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, All right, get, get your bag. Let's go. <laughs> so I was looking online and I saw like the pictures of the area, and it's um, it's real. Actually, I don't even know if they'll let you over there now because of all the research that they started doing. Because yeah. they only started doing the research recently. A bunch of cannibals like trying to like no worse in from Haycock, from the Haycock <laughs> Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. a funny name for a mountain, though. It's a hilarious it. name. Um, yeah, cock. A cock of hay. Yeah. I had an instructor. His last name Mr. was Cox. Cox. Yeah. I remember. He was good. He was a good dude. He was a good guy. Didn't you wind up working with him, Zoom? That's a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, that looks like it's at the bottom of the bottle. Thank you for joining in. Thanks again. See you guys next time. <laughs>